Good morning, everyone. Good morning. morning. Uh, I want to first congratulate uh, Pastor Cho. Uh, many of you probably already know, or probably you don't know, that he and his wife just recently have a new baby, number four. So congratulations. <laughs> and uh, another thing, probably together, we, we, we are so exciting that uh, at the uh, OMAC Sanctuary, because the uh, the, the tank here was not working this morning, so we moved to the uh, Omex side, the Chinese side, to do the baptism. So we have brother Pei Zhou Zhang. I don't know where, uh, if you are here, would you please stand up? Pei Zhou? Yeah. <laughs> he was just baptized 30 minutes ago <laughs> in a very hot uh, water tank. Okay. <laughs> so many, many of you will probably say that uh, the most important uh, holiday or, or festival or most remembered event for Christianity is Christmas. Oh, I can agree. However, you and me, we, as we are Christian, we have to realize that, that, uh, that the birth of Jesus Christ, the nativity, is very important. However, Many so-called saviors in other religions, uh, like Buddhism, like, uh, uh, like Islam, they, they, they have their savior and they, they born in a certain period of the, uh, history, right? And in my country, uh, where I grew up in Taiwan, there's one time the government discussed that we should make the, the birth of the Buddhism, uh, the, the birth of Shijia uh, Moni uh, as the, the national holiday. Of course, it didn't work out in the end. But you realize that only one, if I recall correctly, uh, correctly, only one of the so-called saviors or the uh, or the different religion, the, the uh, only one was resurrected. Only one came back alive, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. So probably I would say to you that if I I I, I conquer that. Uh, Christmas is very important for us to remember, to uh, give thanks to the birth of Jesus Christ. And all, uh, at the same time, we can do a lot of uh, outreach, invite friends to your home, to our church for the Christmas event. But Holy Week, my friend, the highlight of today, the Good Friday, the crucifixion of our Lord, and uh, the third day on Sunday, we are coming back to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, although I think that's more, more important than any other, even including Christmas. And when I mention 14 stations of a cross, probably you think, oh, this is so Catholic. This is so Roman Catholic. We are protesting. Why are we doing this? Yes, but you, you need to remember before Catholic, before Roman Catholic, they were early church fathers. Before early church fathers, they were disciples. Before disciples, they were, there was Jesus Christ who came, incarnationally came to the earth 2,000 years ago, and he died for you and me, and he resurrected on the third day. So that's the reason uh, on Sunday afternoon, the FCC and the Filipino church, they will have the special Sunday service and using some of the station to for brother and sister to reflect uh, to reflect upon the the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ 
And in the lobby, when you go out uh, after service, uh, probably, hopefully, today you don't rush into lunch. For many Christians, I believe that this is this, this season that we probably we should uh, pray, meditate, and uh, even fasting, right? So when you go out, do not rush to your car, do not rush back to the restaurant or go back to your home. They are in the lobby. They are, uh, we set up some station in poster and also in a postcard. You can take some time, if not too crowded, either today or Sunday, you can take some time to see those posters. I think sometimes the, the artists, they are very creative, and they use the wisdom God in, in trust in their heart, in their mind, for us to, to, to refigure out what, uh, what's, what's the context in the scripture. So you can see the following uh, different three pictures. They are different. Uh, this, this one is uh, we call uh, uh, Via uh, Dolorosa. I hope I didn't uh, I did not pronounce very incorrectly. Uh, this the, the the way that uh, when people uh, if you visit the holy site in Jerusalem, uh, many many uh, tour guide or many uh, pilgrims uh, they will go through those sites uh, the the rule. Uh, to one by one to remember uh, according to the scripture to remember the final hours of our Jesus Christ before he was crucified and the following one the following two there are also the different uh, description or different depiction of uh, the 14th station so using a very limited time I'm going to introduce you uh, the 14th station briefly but I will invite you my friend I will invite you Either when you go home, you turn on your Bible to read uh, passage by passage. Uh, there are four gospel books. In each book, they have different angle, uh, different perspective to describe the final hours of Jesus Christ. And that's, I think that's a very, when you read together, four, four different books, that will give you some more insight that you have probably did not, did not have before. And when you go out, probably take some time uh, to, uh, to visit uh, these, uh, these 14 stations we set up in the lobby for you. So station one, first station, Jesus is condemned to death. So I will read Mark 15, 14 to 15. Mark 15, uh, verses 14, 15. Why, what crime has he committed? Asked the Roman uh, governor, Pilate. But they, sh- those crowd, the, the crowd, shouted all the louder, crucify him, crucify him. Do you remember last Sunday when we uh, celebrated the Palm Sunday together? Probably, probably even the same group of people saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, giving praise to the, they, re, they saw the, uh, the Jesus Christ, the coming king, the king who is going to overthrow the Roman Empire and uh, re, re-elect uh, the, 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 Israel, the nation of Israel. Probably certain group of people a week ago, they were standing there shouting Hosanna, and today, this evening, this very night, this very dark night, they were standing before the governor's uh, office shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate, uh, he did not want to cause more riots, so he released a a, a true robber, uh, Barabbas, to them. And for many people, they probably even think Barabbas is a hero. So he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. 
Many, many years ago, probably you did the same thing. We watched this movie by Mel Gibson, The Passion of Christ. It's a really rated R, I believe. It's a very, very horrifying movie, very, uh, very dramatic, uh, uh, dramatic description. And uh, I don't think you can eat after watching Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus uh, flogged and uh, and uh, and beaten by the by the soldiers, but and uh, but it is, I think it's the true dis, dis, uh, true depiction of what actually happened on Jesus Christ on that, that evening. Then the station two next station, Jesus carried his cross. He was already very weak. Uh, you you can you can you can you can you can imagine. He was uh, he was uh, interviewed in different places, right? Back and forth and back and forth, and uh, they uh, they they whip him uh, many many times. So I believe Jesus was already very very fragile, very weak. So in the second station, they strip him and put a scarlet rope on him, and then twist together a crown. Of throne to set it on his head. Of course, that's a very that's a mocking, mockery. That's a sarcastic way to say, "Oh, you are the king. Look at look at yourself." They put a staff in his right hand. Then they nail in front of him and mock him. Hail, hail, King of Jews! They said. And the next slide, uh, uh, Matthew 27 continues. It says that they spit on him and. Uh, Took the staff and struck him, struck him uh, on the head again and again. Even the 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 written Bible already give you some uncomfortableness, right? You you don't feel ease by by only reading this passage. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. Step by step, he is going uh, to fulfill Heavenly Father's will. Station three, station seven, and station nine did not really mention uh, in the Bible, but it's probably uh, probably uh, when they developed the fourteenth station, they they remember, they they imagine uh, on the way uh, to the cross, Jesus must. I believe it more than three times, but in this 14 station, they mentioned he fell first time in station three. So there's no uh, passage for this station, but I would say the way is unbearable. Jesus fall under it. He lay on the ground and know the experience of weakness beneath unfair burdens. He is a holy God, but he is like you and me, the whole, the full man. He has the emotion. He has feeling and he knew the pain, the pain, uh, the suffering he, he, he is experiencing. He feels the powerlessness of, of wondering if he will ever be able to continue. Of course, by God's will, by, by uh, Heavenly Father's will, he can continue. He's pulled up and made to uh, continue his journey. So station four, Jesus meets meet his mother. This is it. Uh, this, uh, this mentioned in John 19, verses 26 to 27. When Jesus saw his mother there, and uh, the disciple whom he loved, of course, you, uh, because uh, this is the, the author of the uh, Gospel of John, this is uh, uh, the, uh, the Apostle John, uh, 
he saw John uh, standing near, near to his mother. So he said to, uh, to Mary, woman, here is your son. Jesus, Jesus knew he's going to, to pass away, even he will be re- uh, resurrected. But, uh, but, uh, but uh, in 40 days, he will go back to heaven. So he actually uh, asked John to take care of my mother uh, while I go back to uh, heaven. And the, to the disciple, here is to your mother. Here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took her into his home. Station four. And next one, station five, we introduce this uh, the, uh, character. Probably you didn't, uh, probably we did not know him before, uh, before uh, Matthew 27. So they mocked him and they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Syrian named Simon. So they probably Jesus already very weak. So they forced this uh, uh, this this person probably uh, from Syrian. So he is not uh, in Jerusalem. Uh, most time he traveled to Jerusalem to uh, to celebrate the passing uh, the the Passover, the one of important festival of the Jewish people. But uh, he witnessed and he part- participate. Just like we are going to partake in the Holy Communion later, he participate in Jesus' final journey. So this one, this person, Simon, he, he was forced to carry the cross for Jesus. I'm wondering, my, my brother and sister, how do you, how do we carry the cross for Jesus Christ? You might say, oh, this is too much. Ah, Jesus Christ is God. He doesn't need you and me. Uh, to carry uh, his burden, but whenever you have something in your heart, you have burden. Probably that's the Holy Spirit. Probably Jesus is was is talking to you. Probably that's the time you don't look away, you don't say no, you don't uh, crunch the, the 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 teaching of the Christ. You uh, of the Holy Spirit. You follow follow that uh, follow that. Uh, the teaching of the Spirit. And then we come to the station six. Uh, this is probably many uh, protesters were left out. Oh, there's no such person called Veronica. Yes, probably there's no this person called, this lady called Veronica because Veronica in Latin means vera icon. I hope I didn't pronounce very incorrectly. Uh, meaning uh, true image. So this is the, the legend, uh, legend that when Jesus encountered a compassionate, loving disciple, uh, there's a lady uh, called Venorica, Venorica, and she used her, her clothes to, uh, to uh, wipe out the blood and the, uh, the, uh, the, the tears of Christ. And uh, <laughs> on her veil, she discovered the image of the face of Jesus Christ. So probably you don't like this station. I understand. So skip station six. When you visit the, uh, the, the sporting station, you, you, you go straight from five to seven. That I totally understand. Okay. But uh, if you want to, uh, to reflect more, uh, spend some time in station six. That's okay. Station seven. So Jesus fall for the second time. Uh, again, it was, was not mentioned in the, uh, in the scripture. So uh, we, can, we can realize that uh, it's already quite quite a time when he was sentenced to death and uh, went, uh, up to this moment, he probably already very exhausted. So I don't know how much 
We don't know how much he can continue. But praise the Lord, he continued and he finished the task uh, Heavenly Father entrust uh, uh, and asked him to do. So many times, my, my brother, my sister, many times we, we sometimes we need to suffer a little bit. Probably not even suffer, probably just brings some inconvenience to you and to our life. Probably your time, probably your uh, uh, money, uh, probably, uh, probably your car, for example. But if, if it is for the kingdom's sake, if it is for our Lord, imagine or thinking that uh, Jesus is will, was willing to die for your, for my sin, and he finished this journey. Why can we, why can we suffer a little bit? For Christ's sake. So I think every time Jesus fell, it reminds me that how much he has done for, for me, he has done for you and for me. And the next station, station 8, Jesus meet the woman of Jerusalem. Uh, in the Bible, we realize there's a disciple, 12, 12, 12 uh, apostles, there are many disciples, but there are so many loving, uh, God-feeling uh God-loving uh, ladies uh, in the scripture, and many of them, of course, many names Mary, they have different names, uh, but they are all, they are actually the first group of people on, on, on Easter Sunday, they, are, they were the first group of people visit the tomb, uh, but more than, uh, earlier than, than those disciples. You imagine how much they love God, Comparing to those disciples, disciples probably staying in, the, in their house, uh, crying, uh, very sad, or they are they are thinking, oh, what should we do right now? Probably I need to find a new job. But this 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 lady, they just follow their heart. They just go to the tomb. They want to uh, after because that's after Sabbath, right? Sunday, so they want to uh, to uh, clean uh, Jesus' body. Uh, a little bit more, uh, show their respect. So in this station, a large number of people following him, including the woman who mourn and wail for him. Jesus still had a little bit strength, so he turned and said to them, Daughter of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourself and for your children, for the time will come when you say, Blessed are the children, uh, uh, blessed are the woman, the womb that never bore, and the breast that never nursed. In Luke 23. So Jesus was referring to uh, the. You see, I'm suffering now. I'm going to be crucified, but the whole city, the whole tribe of uh, uh, Judah, the, the 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 nation of Israel will face an even greater. A challenge in the future, and we realize that uh, this is uh, probably Jesus passed away uh, in 30 AD, right? Uh, uh, but uh, 40 years later, in 70 AD, the the Roman Empire, a violent empire, he 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 asked his army to uh, burn uh, to destroy Jerusalem. So so the even bigger uh, challenge and the, the uh, persecution. Is coming, Jesus warned him. And next station, station nine, the ninth, the ninth station, Jesus fall for the third time. 
Uh, we don't know whether this is the so-called last fall or not, but uh, according to the 14th station, before he was crucified, this is the last one. And it, it, it is indeed a very de devastating because he is, I, I can imagine that must be very, very exhausted. And uh, how much he can continue? He collapsed again and again, and uh, people probably help. Probably the Roman soldier probably uh, tried to do something and make him, force him to continue. But I, I trust it is the will of God, uh, Heavenly Father, to allow Jesus to endure, to continue uh, the final, final task. Uh, before uh, before uh, before a crucifixion. So finally, uh, almost the, finally, station ten, Jesus' clothes are taken away. So this uh, this uh, we we see in Psalm 22, uh, a psalm by David. David is a is a important uh, uh, Bible character in uh, Israel history. Happened to uh, he he lived a thousand years before Jesus Christ's time. So we, we know this is a prophecy. Uh, in Psalm 22, this is so-called Messianic uh, Psalm. David, the, the psalmist David said that they divide my clothes among them and cast lots off of my garments. It just conquered to Mark 15, the, the, the true description of Jesus Christ. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. And the soldier, they were laughing they were laughing, mocking at Jesus Christ. So, so David, he, I think the, the, the revelation of the Holy Spirit uh, asked David to write down Psalm 22, a thousand years before crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And uh, this really reminds us, the whole Bible from Old Testament to New Testament is the, the, the book by our God. Station 11, Jesus is nailed to the cross. So you, you, you know the picture, right? You see a lot of movie, you know the picture. And you know that carrying his own cross, he went out to the place uh, of the skull and uh, called uh, uh, Golgotha. Uh, there, uh, they crucify him and uh, with him, uh, there are two others, uh, uh, two uh, uh, to uh, another criminals. One will go to the uh, paradise with him. The other probably not, because the other still mocking Jesus even on the cross. I don't know whether you want to revisit uh, those uh, horrifying movies uh, about Jesus' crucifixion again, but it's actually help. R imagine a nail, very, very big, very thick, uh, on your hand and we, we always we normally think oh probably here but actually actually I'm not sure I'm not sure where because the, the purpose the function of the nail my friend is to when we unfortunately when the when the people when the criminal they they were hand on the cross the nails are going to make sure that they won't of course they can use rope but the nail the function is not to make you more, more pain. It's already very painful. But the, the purpose is to make sure to 
make sure your hand won't fall down. So I don't know how painful it, it is. I don't want to know. But it's truly, truly painful. And in the end, uh, if the people, if the, uh, if the one uh, on the cross uh, hasn't passed away, the Roman soldier will come because they want to go, go back to their home, right? They want to uh, get off. They want to go back to their home and the sun is coming down. So they will use the, their knife, use their sword to, to broke the legs. And when the people, because it's hardly for, for anyone on the cross to breathe. So I, I have to like lift up my, my leg, try and, and use my, my, the final strength, try to breathe. Otherwise, I will, I will die. And once my leg was broken, and that's it. That's the end of his life. But the story told us, if you read the Bible carefully, you know that when they, they, they broke the, the, the leg of the, the, those, those one crucified one by one, but when the soldier come to Jesus, they saw he already passed away. So his leg was complete, wasn't broken. It actually fulfilled the Old Testament prophecy. The, the, the bone of the lamb was complete, was not broken. Okay, the next station, station 12, Jesus, of course, he passed away. He died on the cross. Six hours on the cross, my friend, from 9 o'clock in the morning to 3 p.m. in the avenue. And the, the final words, he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. He passed away. Okay, then station uh, 13 so they took down their body before before the uh, Sabbath Sabbath start on Friday uh, sundown so they want to take off Jesus body and uh, clean a, a little bit and put on a tomb before because they are Jewish people so they cannot uh, they cannot do anything when Sabbath officially starts so it, it's a very short time of window so uh, they asked the, the centurion to release the body to them. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he gave the body to a rich man called Joseph. This Joseph is not uh, Jesus' uh, father on earth. This is another rich uh, man. In, uh, in, uh, 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 and very compassionate for, for Jesus. So he, Jesus was actually buried temporarily in Joseph's tomb. The rich men, they, they all have their own term prepared for future. So, so it's again fulfilled the, uh, the, the prophecy of the, uh, the Old Testament that uh, Jesus was, uh, this Messiah was, was buried uh, with the rich men. And the final station, station 14, Jesus lay in the tomb. So we realize that uh, they put him uh, in the tomb and in the in Joseph's tomb, and they uh, they close the uh, they close the the tomb. The tomb is not on the underground, not a six feet under. The tomb is uh, uh, in a cave. So the Roman Roman soldier and the uh, and the uh, Jewish people they knew that uh, the they they heard that Jesus might be resurrected in three days. So they they think, oh, as long as we put the guard to 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 we seal the cave 
we put God outside the cave, there's no way the disciple will come in, even during the middle of the night, to steal the Jesus' body away. But my friend, on the third day, uh, can, can, probably we can see the, the last uh, slide. On the third day, the story, uh, you, when, when, you, when, they, when they come and see the tomb was empty on Easter Sunday, we realized that uh, the so-called, the, the rumor actually become reality. So my friend, uh, the story hasn't finished yet. The story does not finish here. Uh, Good Friday is the day we remember the good, the, uh, the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. But on Easter Sunday, this coming Sunday, uh, we are coming back to celebrate uh, the resurrection, resurrection of Jesus Christ, and and before Sunday, I encourage you to read Matthew 28, Mark 16, Luke 24, and John 20. These are the story uh, for us to celebrate on Sunday.